Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. I'm your host, Jody Krangle, and this podcast will discuss just how sound influences our behavior. I generally talk about this in the context of advertising and marketing, but there are other places this is important too. I really feel that it plays a much more important role in our lives than maybe we realize. So let's delve a little deeper. Here's the second part of my interview with Joshua Rogers. Uh, Film is a really interesting study, too, because there's all sorts of sounds that go on around it that I guess are called foley. So, you know, like the way that a foot crunches on gravel or or weather, you know, which is really hard to get an actual audio at the time. Yeah. <laughs> you have to kind of make it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and if it's really good, you don't notice that it's being made. It's just there. And it lends a sort of depth to the scene. That's true. And then if you, um, if you sometimes, uh, I forgot where I saw it, where they had, okay, what makes the sound that you hear in the movies, for example, what makes thunder or yeah. what, um, how, how our glass is easier, but let's say ambient noise, how they create it. And it's actually very surprising as the methods they use. Yeah. So it, it could be um, a piece of foil or stuff you don't actually think on. And then you get back into, let's say, the, the neuro aspects of it, the mind, mm-hmm. how your mind associates type of sound with for example the weather so you hear maybe a piece of foil and they're making it sound like thunder or whatever Mm -hmm. you register it as thunder but it's actually not thunder at all yeah it's strange how our minds work (laughs) yeah it interprets it all on its own (laughs) exactly It, it filters it all on its own it's probably you're you're sitting there and it's like well, they're supposed to be thunder now, so that sound is probably thunder. Yeah. And it's amazing also because I think that the way that microphones pick up the sound kind of colors it as well. So not only are these people making sound effects that sound like what we expect them to sound like, but they're also making it sound like we expect it to sound like through the filter of a microphone yeah. and not just our own yeah. ears. Yeah, it's also um, when you hear a recording of yourself. That's so for the um, you probably now you're accustomed to it because you've done it so much, and I'm also accustomed to it because I've recorded. Yeah, which I guess is the same for any music, right? But the first <laughs> time when you hear your own voice, it sounds really weird to yourself because you're not accustomed of hearing yourself from yeah from a third person perspective. Yeah, it is a little odd. And I will tell you that I even experience that now when I hear myself on a commercial, for instance. Like if I'm driving in my car and I hear a radio commercial that I did, it doesn't sound like me. You know, <laughs> I know it's me. I know I did that script. <laughs> but but it sounds different because of all the production and because of where I'm hearing it, maybe. You know, so I guess if you hear some music that you did out in the world, out in the wild... <laughs> Maybe it sounds different to you. That 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 could, that could well be, and especially if it's at random. So for mm-hmm. somewhere where you would not expect to hear it, yeah. Then then it's even even stranger. So let's say, for example, you did a commercial for a specific radio station, mm-hmm. and then without let's say calling out the radio station, and then you hear it 
on another radio station, your mind will probably also be like, uh, this, this, this is totally not correct. <laughs> yeah, it'll sound strange. <laughs> yeah. I think it depends on where you're hearing it and, like you say, how random it is. Because if it is really random then and you're not expecting it, then, you know. I've heard some uh, television commercials that just came on and I wasn't expecting to hear them. And it, like, tickled the side of my brain, maybe. You know, I heard it in kind of the background and I wasn't expecting to hear it. And, and then you're, you know, automatically fixated, but you, like, kind of, you're not sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Strange phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. And this also, um, so like with sound and music, it's also how someone interprets it. It's like I said, like for my workshops, then I look into how to make a playlist and it could be two different people Yeah, that would put the same song for a different mood. That's very true. Yeah. Then you think, hmm, okay. But then, then you realize also how personal sound is. Yeah, it really is. Because we all hear differently. And and that has, I mean, I'm assuming that it, it, it has a lot to do with the spectrum that we all hear, and that can be different among different people. But we also all interpret our senses through our brains in completely different ways. <laughs> yeah. So how I experience the world isn't going to be the same as how you do or anyone else. Definitely. So, yeah. And it's, and it's especially with, um, so for example, the sound is totally in your profession. Mm -hmm. So you pick up different sounds that other people probably don't even hear. It's possible, yeah. Because you're you're trained, yeah. let's say, or, you, or trained or you've trained yourself to hear maybe as much as possible where someone else just filters automatically a couple of sounds. They wouldn't even hear it. I think the same thing happens when you're a musician. Yeah. You know, any kind of music, you kind of, you're more attuned to the sounds. Um, as when you create sounds, I think you're more attuned to it. Yeah. And I think like, um, so for example, a drummer, he's quicker going to hear the drums mm -hmm. than the guitar. Yeah. Because he's attuned to the, dr to the drumming and how the drumming works. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. So I guess we fixate on what we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. That's uh, definitely. So um, is there anything in particular that you teach in your lessons that you feel is like super important that people should pay attention to? I mean, I like the idea of people having their own playlists to to um, regulate their moods. I think that's an awesome idea. <laughs> yeah, that's that's um, that's for croissant. That's the most I would say that's the, the, the best kept secret. Well, it's not a secret, let's say, but that <laughs> I, I use it myself. So, sure. you know, I know how we, how how great or how good the effect is of doing something as as simple as that. And it's just, I mean, everyone has playlists. Yeah. If they if let's say if they listen to a lot of music, they have they they create their playlist on, let's say, on Apple or on Spotify. They make their own playlist that they with songs they like, mm -hmm. and then they just maybe randomly just add songs. You can also take the time and just build a playlist to how you want it to be, that it can help you out. So, um, like I said, from from sad mood to good mood, or from mellow to up tempo. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, I think people who go to the gym, they they probably apply that knowledge without even thinking on it. They're like, oh, this is a I'm going to be in the gym. I need to have something, uh, some high energy. Yeah. I'm going to listen to some high energy music. You know, if they're running or if they're 
they're busy uh, bodybuilding. Mm-hmm. Most most people do already apply it. Yeah. In that sense. That's totally true. Yeah. I remember doing that when uh, when I was doing that myself. You know, you have a, a playlist that you're listening to and suddenly the exercise seems to go faster. <laughs> you have more of a burst of energy. <laughs> yeah. And then let's say, um, so I also use it if I, uh, when I would go to the gym, I would start with some weights and they're, let's say, extra heavy. Then I would put on something that's really pumped up, you know, has a really lot of energy. And then it it feels like it goes easier. Yeah. Well, it's it's pure a mood type of thing. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have any music, then you're maybe really focused on how heavy it is. And maybe with the music, you're like, ah, oh, this is some good energy. Let's go. Yeah, it helps a lot. <laughs> yeah. So th- yeah, that's um, that's that's one of my tips I would give uh, anyone who's listening. So mm-hmm. build a take take your time and build a playlist. I mean, it could take a while to build it up yeah but the the gains you get afterwards that's longer than let's say the the half an hour that you set making it almost as good as possible for what you want because you can you can use it for how long you would like yeah that's a great idea do you have any other suggestions that uh, that you mentioned in your uh your team building for instance yeah and definitely um other suggestions it's like i said um focus on how you speak to yourself i would i would say yeah so uh try and keep keep that as positive as possible like like i said before it's it's easy to see what all goes wrong and blame yourself and and there's enough negativity in the world from outside and inside so try and get at least the inside as positive as possible yeah it can be hard <laughs> yeah and it's it, it it's it's not gonna be easy that's that's yeah that's for sure but the more the more you do it mm-hmm. the the, e- the easier it'll be the more you get accustomed to it so repetition is uh is key yeah very very good advice yeah <laughs> and words matter you know i think maybe a lot of people don't realize how much they matter how much they can uh change your mindset just with a word yeah it's um if you if you think on it, everything around you is a word. So if you you probably cannot imagine what you would call a bird if someone didn't tell you it's a bird. You you've already associated that that thing that flies. <laughs> you've associated it with the word bird, you know, and it's, um, that's already a, a big impact if you think on it. And then it's like, yeah, it's difficult or impossible. If you've already associated something with impossible, mm-hmm. the word that says it's um, there's 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 no chance that you'll ever do it, <laughs> then you're gonna always think of something as impossible. You're gonna be, assume you that word puts puts a block on it immediately. So if you let's say if you see a nice house, you're like, oh, that's a that's a nice house, and you automatically think it's impossible. I'll never I'll, I'll never afford it. Then you're you're already ten steps behind. Yeah, you've you've already helped yourself to not afford it. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. <laughs> so there's so much that we teach ourselves every day, bad and good. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, and we teach ourselves it. Let's say we've been taught it, and for the listeners who have children, mm-hmm. you also 
pass it down to to your kids. Yeah. So they're accustomed of hearing something in a certain way. They would probably most likely also say it in that way or interpret it in that way mm -hmm. that they that they've been taught. Yeah, very true. So it just perpetuates. <laughs> yeah, and it's um it goes different ways also with the uh, coaches who do a uh, coach let's say in sport mm -hmm. sports coach or let's let's say a football coach or a baseball coach or a hockey coach it also um that it also has an effect on on the team i can't re remember which hockey coach it was but it's also in a, in a book that's let's say uh, where they talk about uh, neurolinguistic programming mm -hmm. where he would tell his team to for example not take the puck on the left and then the whole team would then take the puck left because your your mind does nature does not have something that does not exist mm -hmm. so the sky is there that's it there's no there's no negative in nature and so your brain really actually does not register negatives so if you say don't use your left your brain hears okay left <laughs> and your first instance would be to use your left but if you say take it from the right then you're like oh okay i have to do it from the right and it goes much easier there's a there's one less step in between so was he trying to get them to go to the left or he didn't know that he was getting them to do that <laughs> by mistake <laughs> yeah he uh, yeah it's, it's by mistake so he okay for he's you know he's he has a thought pattern of you know it he does want them to do it on the right, uh -huh. but since everyone is busy taking it on the left, he's like, "Not, not no, not on the left." <laughs> so instead of uh, take it, take it from the right side, and that's um, we. There are a lot of examples of that. For if you now, the Matrix is a is a good example with Neo and the and and the and the vase that's falling down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, did the vase fall because the Oracle warned him about the vase, or? If she didn't say anything, would he have left the vase alone? <laughs> I guess you never know. <laughs> yeah, you never you never know. Yeah, that's really interesting. So what are you working on right at this moment? Um, like, are you doing more music? Are you doing more coaching? Um, like, where have you sort of, is it a bunch of different things? Are you sort of settled into one more than others? I uh, I would still say I do a bunch of different things. Mm -hmm. So I do the coaching. Okay. Um, I also have a podcast. Yes, tell me about that. I want to hear more. Yeah, the it's called the Hip Hop Minded Professional, mm -hmm. and the idea behind the podcast is to have guests on who have a background in hip hop, mm -hmm. or maybe still do something with the culture. So then you can think of. It could be an accountant who used to be a graffiti artist or a teacher who used to be a DJ. And then they talk about uh, their past, their hip-hop past, mm -hmm. but also the um, what it did for their mindset, the lessons they take with them and what they do now yeah. and how they apply that. I heard um, your last one uh, with a fellow who is a scientist, I think. That's with, um, he's also a coach. Yeah. Oh, he's also yeah, yeah, yeah. He he sounded really fascinating. Yeah, he's also a uh, that's Yannick. Yes, he's also Yannick, uh, he's yeah. also a coach, and he what the story behind that is. So when I came up with the idea of combining hip hop with coaching, mm -hmm. 
I did what everyone does these days. I go to Google. <laughs> so yes. I Google it and see, uh, does anybody else do it? Do they have the same idea? Yes. And he wrote uh, in his university days, he actually wrote a thesis on it. So on hip hop and motivation. So I stumbled upon that and I was like, okay, I'm going to, let's see if I can find this guy on LinkedIn. Yeah. And there he was yeah. on LinkedIn. And then I figured out, oh, now he's, he's really now actually doing coaching and not in the same way. But then we had a, we had a chat on um, how that went and he used to be a, a DJ actually. So he was also in the, let's say really in the audio side. Yeah. And I remember him saying, you know, he wrote the paper, but you're the one who acted on it. <laughs> yeah. This is the, this is I remember the, that. This is the, this is the funny thing. He's like, yeah, I wrote it. it just, I just put it out there. Yeah. And you're doing it now. I was like, yeah, well, <laughs> that is it's, so it's always nice to, to have a kind of confirmation of that someone else has the same idea, but yes, that it could work. You know, when you, when someone else says, yeah, it could work. Then you have that, that little extra boost of confidence. This can really actually work. Yeah, totally true. What's the um, URL of your podcast so that people can hear? If they go to podcast.hiphopculturecoaching.com. Okay, so that's your URL. Yeah, that's the easy way to find it. And they can look for it on Apple, Spotify. Um, these are most streaming platforms, mm -hmm. most of the popular streaming platforms. And let's say if I have missed a platform and you are using it, mm -hmm. please let me know. Sure. Yeah. So again, it's called the Hip Hop Minded Professional. I love that. Yes. And it's Hip Hop Culture Coaching on Instagram and Facebook? Yes. Wonderful. I'm going to link to that uh, article about music and mood, too, because I think it's excellent. Yes. And with, uh, for the ones who've read it, I would uh, like to know what you found of it. Mm -hmm. so, uh, so if you're on LinkedIn, connect with me, send me a message. Just let me know you're out there. Sure. And they just look up your, your name? Yes. And they, how do you, how do you spell your name? <laughs> so you spell my name J-O-S-U-E-L and then Rogers, mm -hmm. R-O-G-E-R-S. So okay. as Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, for yes. those who still, that's the easy part. Yeah. <laughs> still know it. Yeah, that's the easy part. <laughs> okay. And then um, yeah, you, there's, uh, if, if all is well, there's only one of me <laughs> in, that, in yes. that sense. And just look for a guy with a picture with headphones on. And it'll yes, be good. I love the headphones. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for sharing all this with me today, Joshua. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I think it'll resonate with a lot of people too. <laughs> Thank you very much for having me. Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, please take a moment to give the podcast a review. It's greatly appreciated and super helpful. Until next time.